you want to know the real reason why I'm single? And honestly, I've been working with a therapist behind the scenes. Shout out BetterHelp, by the way. Um, trying to figure out, like, what is it? Like, what's keeping me? You know, I, I want to be in a relationship. But there's two main factors that I've never opened up about before. And today on the show, even though it feels kind of uncomfortable to talk about, we're going to get into it. So welcome. Thanks for being here. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Uh, it's a feel-good podcast that we do every single day with my mom, who is arguably the greatest person in the whole entire world. It's live, laugh, love your mom. Three principles we live by. We want to share our lives. We want to laugh a lot. And we want to put a lot of love into my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So you got a dri- another driver's license? Yeah. How? Like how... How often do you have to get a driver's license in Georgia? Well, let's see. I think mine I think mine before was five years, but the one I just got was for eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Like at your age. So that you'll be you just turned sixty eight, so you'll be, be seventy six. I will. Oh Lord! And I'll drive myself right <sighs> over there and take that eye test. I know that's that's like what I start to worry about as you get older. Is that like the, the day is going to come, and probably before your dad, before you, mm-hmm. they're like Brian and and Maggie and myself are probably going to step in. I mean, now like according to the state, you can drive for, until you're seventy six, and then and then what? Can you can you get another driver's license after that too? Yeah, I so I don't I don't know if there's an age limit, honestly. Who's going to, so the state can never tell you that you're too old to drive? Well, you have to continue to pass an an eye exam. I don't know if you have any other cognitive tests or driving tests. I haven't gotten to that point yet. But I do know that, well, I mean, I know that a lot of my older friends, their families have had to take their keys away. And that's a real devastating thing. But they're like, how is that? How is that day going to go? I feel like I feel like we need to like start having like conversations about that day because I think it's going to be here before we know it. And like, are you are you going to graciously turn over the keys, or is that going to be something that we're going to have to fight over? Well, I have no idea. You're asking me about something way in the future. I've never even thought about it. Yeah, but I would not want to be an an elderly person on the road driving that could potentially harm someone. But I feel like they don't know that. I feel like you don't, don't know, know when you're an old person. You do, I know. You don't know. Well, you know? maybe you know, but you don't want to admit it because you're giving up a lot of freedom when you get the keys, right? And, and, and you know who, the one that lives in your house. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll just I've leave al- it at that. <laughs> I've already started driving those places because he's just too crazy out there I some know. days. I, I can't know. take it's, it. It's just so weird to me that like there's no way to have the state tell you no. Like, that's almost no. terrifying to me. You know? No. Well, I can long. tell you, I see a lot of elderly people up here driving that I know should not be behind the wheel. I know it. I know it. That's... You know, they're going 30 miles an hour. And a... So let's like role play through that conversation. Like how would, <laughs> how would you like that conversation to sound when that day comes? Hmm. Well, Loving and supportive. Okay, so like, just give me an idea. Me, try to help me understand that it's in my best interest, and everyone else is on the road. So I just all, want you to tell you me. Could have to, all you'd have to tell me is that I may be putting someone else's life in jeopardy, and I probably couldn't bear it. 
but would you and would you just fold like that? You're like, okay, cool. Here's the keys, and you never drive again. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably yeah. negotiate. <laughs> I, I think people well, that do like stuff. every other day. No, you drive that, every I other think day. They or? start negotiating. Really, I know my older friends have where they say, "Okay, I'm just going to drive to the grocery store." Like I'm not going to go outside, you know, a five mile radius or something, but but then who can trust them to do that, right? And honestly, I mean, you can get you can get killed or kill somebody in your on your own street. So, yeah, I don't know, honey. I don't know. I don't think think, about those things. (laughs) Well, you need to. We're not getting any younger. None of us. (laughs) uh, That's why I'm I'm telling you, like, write me the script and I'll read it back to you. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I've got to ask dad that same question. I think maybe when we bring him on this week, we got to start asking him, okay, like when that day comes, oh, I can't boy. imagine him going down easy without a fight, you know? Mm-mm. No, he's, yeah. he'll fight you because yeah. he, he knows he's always right. And he, <laughs> and he loves to drive. Yeah. And he loves uh, to drive fast. Why? Because he has no patience and needs to get where he needs to go from point A to B as quickly as he can. And he needs to keep moving. He will not stop in a traffic jam. He will go 100 miles around to keep going. Um, But yeah, but he tells me all the time. He'll say to me, oh, you're too close to that car. And I go, okay, I'll stay back if you will. And he'll say, oh, but I'm sharper. I'm sh- I'm a sharper driver than you are. I'm I I am better skilled. I have better you know reflexes and I'm a um, man. I'm so a like, I'll I'm... be like, uh huh. I see how it is. <laughs> if you had had that conversation with somebody, I'd love to know how it went. Like, what's what's the way you had to word that? Because I mean, eventually we're all going to have that conversation with our parents. They don't realize they're getting older. So eight 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 Kramer eight. If you want to hop in this conversation, eight 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 K R A M E R eight. And uh, leave me a voicemail. We'll get it on this uh, this week's show. But I'm good I, for eight more years, so don't talk yeah, well, to me. Well, according to the state, but not according to <laughs> me. Not according to me. It is weird. I will say this. It is weird because I, and this is not the most comfortable conversation, but I, you know, I live, I've, I've lived away for since 18, you know, right. and over the last couple of years, you know, I, I make it home about twice a year. And it's kind of weird because I can kind of see the, the, the slow progression of you guys just turning into old people. And like, it's, mm. it's like hard. It's kind of hard. I mean, not, not, not hard to like, I'm like, Oh, you're getting old. Like I, I got that, but it's just kind of mm. weird to like watch the progression. Cause I still feel like I'm, tw- I'm like 22. You know? <laughs> I don't look any older. I don't act any older. I'm right. And I'm only, I'm only 40. Yeah, right. So I mean, well, if I'm 20, then you're 40. So I'm eternally 40. I got it. Like, you know, the, the podcast is here because it's like the innermost thoughts of, of all of us, of you, of me, of you listening. Uh, it's like, a, it's like a safe place to come. And I created this podcast because I wanted to be able to be open and honest and like vulnerable with you and not have to feel like I've got to censor anything or, cover anything i mean i still protect some people from time to time but you know i just I, it's, it's like my it's almost like my diary of sorts when i come on here and i hope that through us telling our stories and sharing our lives that it kind of makes you feel less alone but i'm i am i am struggling today i am having a very hard day today and it's honestly because of this podcast um i well it's really because of everything but this podcast is really starting to give me a weird level of anxiety and that it didn't give me before. And that's coming from the, 
like a fear I think that I had when I took a radio job, Mm -hmm. which was, I just didn't know what was going to happen to this podcast. And I, uh, because I I don't want to sugarcoat anything for you. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, beat my chest if it doesn't deserve to be beat. But, Uh um, you know, it's been, it's been a hard month because yeah. I've been trying to get this radio show off the ground. I was telling my mom, like, we have to record. She's like trying to small talk me before the show. And I'm like, well, I love you. I love to small talk, but I'm time. We, we got to go. We got to record today. I got to get to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm literally working till about nine 30, 10 o'clock every night. I'm waking up at five. I'm not falling asleep till about 11. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm running on very, very, uh, short fuel right now, small amount of fuel left. But I'm doing it because I genuinely love this podcast. And you know that. Like, this is like my baby. And my fear was when I took a radio job was that I wasn't going to be able to get it all in in the day. Well, I'm somehow getting it in. But the problem that I'm finding is that I feel like we're starting to lose. I'm starting to like lose control of it a little bit. And I'm not quite sure how to get it back. Um, this today alone, we lost three certified fans. Why? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. There was nothing particularly I think that happened. And every time that we lose a fan, I always email being like, Hey, I just wanted to, you know, thank you for your, for your support for the show. And is there anything that we could have done better or different to help grow it? Then, mm-hmm. you know, let me know because all of this obviously is like a work in progress. Right. I never get a response. Not one time has anyone ever written me back to tell me like, what's, you know, mm-hmm. their reasoning of dropping out. And it could, it could be anything. Right. right. Um, so then today we had uh, our merch Monday. Right. And it was our our lowest merchandise sale push that we've had in the history of the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, all right. And as I'm looking over the numbers of the podcast, it's not like majorly declining. We haven't had a really big episode though since Jess. Um, that obviously was mm-hmm. like the the big, you know, announcing the the new morning show. Right. And I am really paranoid. Um, that I am, I'm losing this podcast and it's making me like really give me anxiety because the main reason that I, I think this really bothered me the most is because I'm putting in like any ounce of free time that I have is going to this podcast. Like in the afternoon, I could be like, I could be relaxing right now. I could be, you know, going out and doing, you know, making friends or being social or doing anything, but I'm sitting here in front of the desk recording this podcast because I genuinely love it and I really believe in it. And I think that it could be really, really good. Now with all that said, I podcast magazines coming up and I just know that if we dropped out of like the top three, I'm just going to have a meltdown. Like I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm I'm one of those people that like, you just give me an inch of like, it's not working anymore. And I like, I'll keep going, but I'm just like, uh, oh, woe is me, the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's funny because Jeff Dollar's the same way. We, we talk about that a lot, the similarities between us of like, you just give us an inch, mm-hmm. like, give us an inch of doubt and we'll like run with it. You know, mm-hmm. mentally, we'll just run with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that creative gene in us. But I'm really, mom, I've re- I need like a pep talk about this today because I, it's by no lack and interest of me, of mm-hmm. me trying to do less or... <laughs> obviously I don't have as much time to dedicate to it, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm literally giving it my 100% all every mm-hmm. single day, however many hours that may be in that day, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that it's understandable right now because of what's gone on in your life the past month. I mean, relocating and having a new job and another podcast um, that Kramer and Jess Uncensored getting acclimated to a new place where half the things don't work. Um, 
not knowing the city where you are, and then also having to get up so early. You're not used to that because you haven't done that since January, right? So your body's probably going through a shock too. Like, wait a minute, what are we doing? We're supposed to still be in bed. Why why aren't we up and, and running here? Um, so all those things would certainly play into uh, your lack of energy. I get that. Um, <clears throat> I think, excuse me, I think you need to be a little more gentle with yourself and give yourself a little time. And as you get into a flow, you definitely need to find time to get rest. But as you get into a flow, hopefully things will start to balance out. Mm-hmm. You won't have to do quite as much preparation for the radio show. You won't have to do quite as much preparation for this because this does take energy. It all, to everything you're doing, takes a lot of energy. But the other things that you have to do are you have to eat right, which I think you are. You have to get some sleep, which I know you aren't. And you have to get exercise, which I think is probably sporadic, right? So you've got to find a way to put make those things a priority. And then sure. the other things will start to fall in place. And I don't know if any of that is helpful at all. But maybe instead of giving yourself an ounce of doubt and going crazy, you should give yourself an ounce of forgiveness and optimism and run with that. That was really, you know, and that's really when I, I, I joined this radio station and I, I knew it was going to go one of two ways and I was hoping it was going to, and it's still May. I mean, it's still early, right? It's, we've only been on for two weeks in a day, right? but I'm like, this gives me a great opportunity, a new platform, a new city to go to, to grow this podcast even bigger, right? Because I mean, at the end of the day, this is my end goal. Like, I just want to be here and do right. this podcast and continue to like talk to you and have this you know, this uh, relationship, especially when you take your driver's license away and you get nowhere to go, uh, you can record the podcast every day. Um, And I I truly believe in this podcast and I really, I really, really, really do. So I'm just, I'm feeling a bit discouraged today going into today's episode. I'm just feeling like, and I Mm -hmm. want to say, you know, thank you to everybody. And it's not even, it's not even just thank you, but it's like, keep me posted. If you start to feel like "Eh, it's going a certain way and say it gently because I'm a little tired. I'm sleeping (laughs) four or five hours a night. Working 20, 20 hours a day sleeping for. Um, or I'm sure you know, a lot of I'm sure a lot of our listeners have been through similar things. Yeah. Where there's an adjustment period. It would be very helpful to hear from you either, you know, through a message or through a, a voicemail, whatever, um, to give you some encouragement. Right. Because we I mean you're in a transition. I know. Transition I just, is transition is hard. It's just, I just hard. Keep in my head, and I know this is terrible. Like I keep in my head, like hearing my final episode of this show, and it's like scaring no. the crap out of me because I just don't want it to come. I don't want to get to a point where, like, well, no one's listening, and all certified fans have left. No one's buying merch. No one's listening, and there's no advertiser. So it's no. me and my mom sitting here talking to ourselves. So no. I'm just, just know that's where I'm at, and just please keep your fingers crossed that we don't tank in podcast magazine. I'm going to need a mental health day. <laughs> Where's where's Dr. Jag? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right, let's get to our quote for the day, Mom. Okay, so I thought I would stick with the 15th century wonderful poet Rumi um, for this week because he he wrote so many wonderful things. 
Um, and this is, a, again, about love. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you had built against it. So, you know, I love that quote because, you know, there are, there's so much love in this world and there are so many people that we could love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're not sure within ourselves why we aren't finding that person to love us, or why we aren't being drawn to someone, we really should look at the barriers to love. Are we afraid? Were we burned before? Um, are we afraid we'll have to give up, you know, some of our independence? Um, probably most of it is fear-based, but, you know, you've been hurt. So I think we need to get in touch with those barriers and discover what they are so that we can break the walls down. So funny. I was talking to Dr. Jag about this uh, recently. He has my therapist on better help because here I am, I'm getting close to three years of being single and the idea of a relationship still like doesn't really interest me. Like it just, Mm -hmm. which I, and then I start like kind of counting back. Anybody else doing that right now? If you're single right now, you're kind of counting the time backwards. Like, okay, well I'm 37 now, (laughs) but like, I'll be 38 soon and then I'll be 40 and then I'm going to be alone and 40 and still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, because and, and it's, it's funny, mom, because it's almost like you were in that session because the things that are keeping me from being in a relationship right now, those exact, those same exact things. That like you just I, talked about, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I am terrified and I realized that because I've even like tried to mentally imagine myself being in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. just me and one other person. And because I told you, you know, for a while, my game was to just date a lot of people. Right. And that was pretty freeing because <laughs> you couldn't really go wrong. Like, okay, so one, one hurts you. Oh, well, you still got a couple on the wing. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's you fine. Lowered like, your, you lowered your risk of being hurt. Right. Right. So I, and I realized that that's like my comfort zone and mm-hmm. I don't like that. It's not typically me. It's kind mm-hmm. of a funny post-divorce thing that you go through. I don't know if a lot of people do this or not. I think a lot of people may, may hop into a relationship right afterwards because it just feels so much more comfortable to be in a relationship. Well, that's what you know. I think I, I think I took the other route and I was like, well, I'll just date a lot of people. Let's see how this all, how this all plays out. But then in turn, then you've got so many people tied up in emotions that like eventually you're going to hurt everybody. And mm. I, ah, it's tough. It's really, it's a really, really tough situation. But so then I really, I'm like, okay, let's just imagine. Now I don't want, I don't want to come off like a D bag. So I'm just, but I'm just going to be honest with what's going through my head. So I'm just like, trying to imagine myself in a relationship with one person, like literally gives me that feeling, you know, that feeling you get in your chest, like, ugh, like, Mm-hmm. It, it gives me a massive amount of anxiety because, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that until I really, because I didn't really think about it. But, you know, I'm, I mean, I need to start thinking about, I don't need to, but I'd like to start thinking about eventually settling down. Really right. just somebody to help me unpack the condo next time I move. <laughs> um, so I got about a year's time. Um, but I don't want to do this ever again. I'm still living in boxes, by the way. It's just a mess in here. All right. Um, but I mean, I would like a partner, but the idea, I mean, it's, it's like I'm giving up, I'm giving up that I'm giving that vulnerable, I'm 
becoming vulnerable, right? Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm putting myself out there to risk again. And listen, mm-hmm. I'm, I've been vulnerable and burned so many times. It's, it's like, it's fine. But that's like the love department's a hard vulnerability to be in, right? Yes, I don't mind like, the rejection part, but it's like the giving your, like your life and like putting, because you really have to like, everyone's like, well, you need to have your own separate life, which I agree. But at the same time, you can't be two separate human beings. Eventually you have to come in and have some type of life together, which right. you're really like, you're putting a lot of comfort into, right? And yes. everyone's like, just don't attach. I have no attachment. Not a big deal. Oh, I'm like, no. it doesn't really work that way. There is an no. attachment, of course. It's there you have to of imagine if you didn't and like one day you're like i want to get divorced like okay cool and then that was it like it just doesn't work that way there has to be some stake in it you gotta have some stock in it you do uh so that and then it's like the the uh, the attention you know it was kind of nice just being single and being able to get attention from because i went so long being attention deprived right. from the and obviously doing what I do, I don't feel like I'm an attention needy person, but um, I think when you, uh, I mean, for the first time in my life, I was like a desired man, and that's like I've never had that before, yeah. And so that's kind of a hard thing to give up when it's almost yes. like that's like the one thing I've always wanted, right? Yes. Is to be like this because you got to remember, I I grew up the nerdy, dorky kid, right? And then I, you know, I was kind of awkward and then I got into radio and I, you know, got a little bit, it was like that fake love. And then I was in a relationship for 11 years, which w- wasn't really scratching the, uh, like the attention itch that I was looking to get scratched, the fulfillment that I was looking for in a relationship. So I, uh, I'm just, I'm just scared uh, right. That's what <laughs> of I'm a saying. lot of different things. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's usually fear that blocks us. So, you know, you have to get in touch with that fear and try your best to overcome it and walk yeah. through it so that you can free yourself to even open up your soul to the possibility of love. Right. But I think that's why I'm still I'm still single for that reason alone. There's too many variables. So that's like my my own personal project that I'm working on right now. Is I've got to start breaking down those barriers or I'm gonna be that that gross fifty five year old man that's still out here like wearing outfits that are like ten years out of date, you know, that like one of my of my heyday, I'm still wearing Forever Twenty One clothes pretty much, you know. I'm like oh, not fitting anymore. No, we, we all have, know those people. We all have that one friend, you know what I mean? It's like just just never quite got back on track. <laughs> well, if I if I'm here, you and I will have to have that conversation. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like I'm getting there though. I'm getting yeah, there. So. No, you are. Honey, it it, it will all be so much better. And just give yourself a couple of months, really. Just settle in and settle down. And I'll I'll do my best to come up with something interesting to talk about. (laughs) And my (laughs) retired life, quarantined in Dawsonville, Georgia. I feel like I've almost <laughs> spread myself too thin. I've almost created so much Kramer content that uh-huh. you can't keep up with sort of my mama's boy. If you try now, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, literally on, on Wednesdays, you can listen to three different shows that I do. It's I like, know. <laughs> I know, exactly. I know. So I'm, I'm just trying. Anyway, I just, to, to, to wrap that conversation up, I just appreciate it. Anybody that's here right now. And if you're wondering how you can support, honestly, it's just keep listening and like, keep talking, keep working with me because this is a work in progress. I had a, a friend that does uh, today that, uh, that does marketing and I I was kind of talking to her on the ride home about that, about just how I'm feeling like I'm losing control of. She's like, well, you know, we get, we can do like a, we can do like a market research and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I had, t- I literally today, no, no BS had 20 free minutes today, 20 mm-hmm. minutes. 
Mm-hmm. And I went and I did a 15 minute workout. So, yeah. um, well, that uh, anyway. was a good use of your time. If you, yeah, but, if yeah. you, if you, show if you want to support the show you can keep listening and just make it a daily routine and i really appreciate that and get, send me feedback and if you absolutely listen, times are tough. if you want to become a certified fan uh it's it would be it's fantastic i i always feel uncomfortable asking for money but i mean honestly that's how we're going to grow the show because eventually i just want to bring in a producer and then we can have somebody else that's kind of helping you know wrangle this beast of a podcast that's so. right and that will happen that will happen go, just give go, yourself some time Go vote for us too in Podcast Magazine. Today is uh, one of the final days of the month. I saw this and I, I don't know how he found out, but uh, Hula, our friend Hula, yeah. made it to the top 50 in Podcast Magazine this month. Super. So I want to give him a shout out for him. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, Life that's with awesome. Hula. He's, that's a, he's a good guy. You know, another guy that kind of got burned by radio. So I'm happy to see that his mm-hmm. podcast is getting some notoriety. So go listen to Life with Hula. And of course, uh, the Upside Podcast. Go vote for them because Jeff yep. Dollar is an amazing person. I want to say this about Jeff Dollar uh, because I think that he deserves more credit. It's funny because Jeff, I used to listen to him on the radio uh, before I even then I was an intern with him and he was always kind of this a-hole, but generally (laughs) one of the nicest people that doesn't like to take credit for their niceness. Um, He, the, he would never, uh, it's funny because even like when I tell him, thank you, like he he won't respond like over text, like he'll he'll never like, I'm like, oh guys, thank you so much. I'm I'm trying to be, show him I'm really appreciative of all the help he's given me because he really has helped launch this podcast. And then, so the other day out of nowhere, he texts me. Uh, Cause usually it's about like uh, today he texts me about, about some podcast stuff and that's fine. But the other day he just texts me out of nowhere. He's like, Hey, what's your address? I want to overnight you something. And I was thinking maybe it had to do with like a client, you know, cause he also helps with some of the advertising for the show too. Right. And so I'm thinking like, maybe it's there and I'm like, okay, yeah, here's my address. And I'm like, can I ask like what it is or anything? He's like, yeah, you know what? I just wanted to send you this, um, this little contraption that I made because I, I've been watching your Instagram stories and I realized that the audio that you're using when you're in the radio studio is not like, like you don't have it hooked up to the, like the, the radio board. So like you're not hearing the the sound out of the mic. You can't hear me and Jess at the same time. It's pretty much like it's kind of awkward right now. We're trying oh, to figure it out. Yeah. So uh, I was like he so literally he overnighted me Aww. this whole little contraption that he had made himself. And I mean, it couldn't be cheap. I can't imagine how much Aww. it actually cost him out of his own pocket to just give that to me for no reason. So I just, mm-hmm. just know that if you listen to the upside podcast, Jeff dollars, a genuinely nice person. He's a really yeah. helpful human being and been like from, you know, radio days to podcast days, genuinely a good human being just for reasons like that. And he would never want me to tell you this and he would never want to take credit for any of this, but I want to give him credit because I'm really appreciative of him. So there we go. That's a sign of a good human when you give, when you give and you expect nothing in return. Yep. Okay. We have to get to ask my mom in a couple of seconds. Would you ever narc on your family? Like, would you ever go and turn them in for something? Because, She's saying, I don't know that I can stay silent over this issue. And we're going to get to it here in a couple of minutes. I could use your phone calls on that. First, though, yeah, there. listen, it's as, as I'm sitting here, obviously, you see why I'm I'm in therapy. <laughs> this podcast is, is <laughs> this podcast is the reason and also like the reason I'm in podcast. Like, I mean, I'm in therapy because you can tell by what I'm talking about. I got a lot going on and you can tell that this podcast is stressing me out a bit. So, yeah, like better help is fantastic. I love better help and I love recommending it. And I would do it. I mean, obviously, you know, this is a commercial, but I would do it. I would recommend it to a friend anyway. Um, I, um, 
uh, I think it's like the, it's like the greatest way to do therapy because it's really hard right now. It's hard for you to get to a therapist office or to find one. And how are you supposed to screen? Like I always had that hard time, mm-hmm. even when I was just doing traditional therapy, because it's like, who do you trust? Like, who do you go to? If you don't have a, a recommendation, you basically just either go through like the, you just go online or you can go through your insurance, but even that's kind of vague with better help. It's so much different because you, you log in and like the first thing you can go through this like mini questionnaire, like what you want to go through. Like, is it, it's, are you having anxiety, depression, trauma that you're trying to break through? Do you have a podcast that's starting to waver a little bit? <laughs> that's an actual category on that. It's very specific. <laughs> um, but you, and they, they literally match you up. I mean, there's so many different categories to where it's like finds the perfect therapist for you. And if it doesn't work for you, if you're like after a couple sessions, I, I say it's like dating after three, if you're not sure, it's probably not the right one. So uh, that's the really cool thing because they can instantly match you with somebody else. And there's no awkward like having to say, hey, I don't think this is working out or I don't want to make another appointment. You just literally click a button and you'll, you're connected with somebody else and you, you can talk to them all the time. It's not like that one time a week where you just kind of hop in and say, okay, here's what I'm feeling. I mean, you're constantly in contact. Dr. Jag and I talk multiple times a week over text or over the app. And then we have a face-to-face session once a week. It's great. So there's so many people using BetterHelp uh, that they're actually uh, uh, rec- recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. From over here in Baltimore to Atlanta to actually Atlanta's not a state and there's Baltimore. So from Maryland to Georgia <laughs> to Florida to Texas to Vega uh, to Nevada to Washington State to California, wherever you're listening right now, they're like they're having to add people because so many people. It's over one million people taking charge of their mental health. And how about ten percent off your first month? Just go to BetterHelp.com/Kramer. BetterHelp.com/Kramer. Kramer. And thank you to our friends over at Skillshare. Skillshare's back this week. And that's honestly thanks to you. I'm talking about another way that you can support the podcast is you can you can go on there. Um, you can uh, just go try the products that we're talking about because, you know, obviously we I don't charge for this podcast. It doesn't cost anything, but I just ask that you so if there's like something that interests you, you'd be like, oh, I am in the, I am in the, uh, the market for collagen or it sounds interesting. Well, you know, try the brand that we promote. Cause I do put a lot of effort into who we bring on. So, uh, Skillshare is a, is a really cool website. It's online courses that basically can teach you anything. And mom, what all have you learned so far? Oh my goodness. I've done, um, I've actually done three different photography courses and I've started a new class this week that goes through the end of October. 28 days of oncology. Um, it's cool. a creative drawing class that helps you to take care of yourself. So today yeah. it's day one, actually, and I haven't done it yet. So I've got to get on that. Get on it. That's the uh, thing. No, and I have. But it's really cool. Time. Well, yeah, if you if you have time, but the thing is, if you don't have time, like I don't, I don't have time. I have 20 minutes today and I worked out for 15 of those. <laughs> <laughs> I take a really fast shower and then I started recording. Um, I. I, I highly recommend that you check it out because the 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 classes are super – some of them are like really efficient and short. Like you could learn Photoshop in 45 minutes. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, and like think about if you're like going to do your own thing out here. How can you like grow – like we talk about how like how are you coming out of quarantine? Like what are you coming out as in California? I know y'all are still locked down. Out here in Maryland, we're a little bit better. But like, how are you going to come out? Like, are you gonna are you gonna be the person that's like, yeah, I'm the same person? Or are you gonna come out better and stronger and have more skills? And that's why I think Skillshare is so important. And I hope that you'll go go you know go try to support you and to support the podcast. If you go to try the two month free premium membership, that's sixty days of a free premium membership to go check it out. And then you know the podcast gets credit for it. You're starting to learn some new skills. It's really a win win. 
all the way around. So if you'll go to Skillshare.com slash Kramer, you get that two months of the free premium membership. So it's it's Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Go to the show notes. I linked it down there. But then also give me some feedback. Like Tell me what you're learning and to tell me what you're doing. I'm about to hop on there and learn uh, Adobe Premiere pretty soon because I learned in college, but I kind of forget but as considering we're running a, a major market morning show with two people. Uh, I got right. to freshen up on some of those skills. So you and Jess could both um, take advantage of those. Yeah, no, I've already told her. She was asking, this is no BS. And I, sorry, this, this is running a little bit long today, but uh, Jess literally was like, Hey, I want to learn how to do premiere because I need to learn mm. how to edit video. She doesn't, she doesn't know. She's not <laughs> edit. She, she has like apps on her phone, but um, she wants to learn how to really do it. And I was like, I was like, I know this sounds like a commercial, but you guys do Skillshare. It's two months free. By right. So she has, that's how she's going to learn. Like, don't, you don't have to go to college to, to learn this kind of stuff. That's learn right. hour. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Okay. Ask my mom is up in just a couple of seconds. And like, would you narc on your family? Would you narc on your family? Would you like, would you go turn them in? Well, she's like, she's a loyal person, but she's even saying, I think this is like one too far. I don't think it's safe anymore. So hang on for a couple of seconds and we're going to get to that first. Thank you to all of our certified fans. I cannot say that word. Thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. And I want to give a shout out to all of you. So, so many of you that reached out to me on my birthday weekend. Oh my goodness. And I tried to reply to every single message because I thought if you take the time to send your love to me, I'm going to take the time to send love back. And I have had so much fun. Thank you so much for all your love and, and attention. I really do appreciate it. Made my day, made my life very special. Well, that's so, uh, and yeah, you. thank you for everybody that that did that. I think mm-hmm. that's a cool thing with that's a cool thing with certified fans. It's like the next level of the show. We're very connected on Facebook. The Facebook mm-hmm. group is uh, very much alive and right. very much. Uh, it's just a really cool way for us to talk about episodes. Uh, my mom's now says she's going to post the quote every day on there, but we'll see. You posted well, today though. Well, I, hey, one of that's one. the first day you asked me. Well, I think I asked you a couple months ago, but it's fine. Oh, you it's did? Fine. Oops. Now that, that people are asking for it, it's... Uh... <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I thought you were just going to put it in the show notes, but no, now good. I it's know. Good. I'll put it on the yeah. Facebook page. Happy to it's do like, so. It's a cool way for us. Just It's like it's like the next level of the show. It's $5 a month. It's all we're asking. It's a small little... And that's all, again, to reiterate, I don't, I've not made one penny off this show. I really haven't. I'm putting it all back into the show. Uh, so it's just a way it's like, you're just kind of, in, it's a small investment for, if you like the show and then shout out to our, our, our certified fan of the day, Nelsie S Nelsie S from San Isidro over in California. Thank you so much for being a certified fan. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. you whoop, thank whoop. you. Whoop, whoop. I think that alone is, I think that's really cool. Right. So <laughs> thank you. I uh, just text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And I would really. Really, really, really appreciate your uh, your support in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ask My Mom. We do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. As long as you keep writing in, we'll keep doing it. So mm-hmm. Ask My Mom is an advice segment. And my mom, you know, she's wise. She has some good wisdom. And she kind of keeps us on, all in tra- on track here. <laughs> and so uh, just you can write me. You can send me an email, thatguykramer at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm thatguykramer. And then, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we just grab one and just kind of break it down. And this one, yeah, this one is, this is a tricky one, okay? Yeah. She says, uh, mom and Nancy help. We've been really careful during this entire pandemic. I, I don't want to get sick and for sure don't want to get my kids or get, for my kids to get COVID-19. But now, well, my sister-in-law was at our house on Thursday night. She mentioned to my husband, her brother, that she couldn't taste anything. And that's one of the symptoms of COVID. So he told her to go get tested. 
She got in and got a test the next day. On Saturday, she got the results. She was positive. She doesn't have any other symptoms and she feels fine. But I just found out that she's taking uh, today off work and planned on going back to work tomorrow. And she's not planning on telling anyone that she has it. I have a major problem with that. And I told her that, uh, that she needs to tell the boss, but she refuses. So I think my husband should call and tell them what's going on, <laughs> which is the best. Mm. Uh, when you're just like, yeah, you go handle it. Um, otherwise, she's going to affect her entire workplace. My husband doesn't want to do it. He's afraid that it may make her look even worse and she could even be fired. I already uh, kind of come to terms that my husband and I are likely to get it and aren't happy. But this is just irresponsible. Should we turn her in? Hmm. We talked about something not too long. I mean, it's probably actually a long time ago now. It's probably back when this whole thing started. Similar thing where talking about like people that are going to work when they're not quite sure if they have it or not. But with this, you know, I mean. But she knows. Yeah. Like she knows she has it. So what is like, what are you supposed to do when this is family? Because there's a lot of people that are going to say like, I'm I'm trying to think, for example, like if Maggie, draw Maggie. Mm-hmm. legit had it, not just think she had it and was super dramatic about it, but legit had it. Like, mm-hmm. would I be able to call uh, where she works <laughs> and say, listen, my sister has it. Mom, thoughts on this? I think I would call and be anonymous. I think I would just call like, and, and say. What do you even call? Like, where do you call? Like, that's even what I'm thinking. I'm like, call, even if you, you were, I wouldn't even know. But, how, but, but again, okay, that sounds really good, right? That's like that's like calling Ghostbusters. Like, like how do you how do you get in touch with a, a supervisor? Do you just call the main office and say, "Hello, I'd like to speak to the supervisor of my yes. brother-in-law, yes. or my sister-in-law." Yes, and hopefully, you, it's not an enormous but, you know company where there's a gazillion people in departments. But um, but would you do that? But would you? I mean, like again, we tr- we always say, don't tell me what you like, what you think you do. Tell me what you would actually do. Mm-hmm. I think would I, you literally pick up the phone and call? Yes, I think I would. Uh, I would. I would call and find her supervisor and just say, I don't want to say, I don't want to give you my name or my connection to whomever, whatever her name is, Jane, but. She has tested positive for COVID, and I don't know what kind of screening you all do, but I suggest that you screen her very closely and send her home. How do you feel about that? 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Like, is that is that the kind of advice we should give is to like narc on your family? Because I think there's probably some people listening right now. They're like, no, like family is blood. And like, you don't go because I mean, there's a chance you could lose her job if you... If well, like they she found can't. out that she was being irresponsible, well, you know, and like coming in and like, I feel like that's, there could be, there could be some jeopardy there, right? We can yeah. agree there could be some jeopardy in this there whole could, process. But she could also infect who knows how many people. Yeah. I mean, it's no, highly it's like, likely she could. And uh, if we don't start being responsible, we'll never get out of this pandemic. I don't think I would say anything. I re- I mean, I would want, I'm, I'm just telling you like what I would truly do. Like what would I want to do? Yeah. My mom's answer sounds like the, the right, the superhero thing to do. I don't think that I would do it though. I don't think that I would physically let myself call and tell on a family member. I can't imagine like calling and telling on Maggie or Brian. Do you think you, know, you could or, talk some sense into them? Or even better, like John, you know, Maggie's mm-hmm. fiance. I'm not going to call the hospital where he works and be like, Hey, you need to go. Like, I, I can't see myself doing that, you mm-hmm. know? 
Mm-hmm. But would you do that? Would you call the hospital where John works and like actually turn him in? Me? You would call the, think about that. Yes, mom, seriously think about that for a second. You would call the hospital and say, I think, I think John has COVID. Well, first of all, John would not go to work with COVID. I know, but just, I'm just saying. If, yes, I would. Wow. Sorry, John. I, I love you. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, our phone what? number, 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Like, what side are you on? Are you like a team? Like, stop COVID at all possible costs? Like, are you going to call and, like, say something? Are you going to convince your significant other to call and, like, write on their brother or their sister? Would you call and write on your brother or your sister? Or are you, like family till I die, man. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to get in the way of, of them and what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody has been in a spot like that too, where like you, like your family's being irresponsible with it. And like, what have you done? Yes. So 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Mom, that's it for today for you. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Oh, you're so welcome, honey. And get in bed by nine o'clock. I know I need and to. You'll be I a know. new person tomorrow and the world will look different. I hope that you are right. I love you. Love you forever. Okay, time for some good news and it made me laugh and then we'll send you on your way for today. And thank you again so much for being here. So we'll start over in the UK today. There's a CEO of a company that's retiring and giving his staff like a huge gift to split. You know, usually when someone retires from a company, they they usually get get a gift from the employer. But it's the boss of this one UK company that's actually handing out gifts on his way out the door. His name is David Stevens. He is the CEO of Admiral. It's a car insurance company. And he's retiring from the business that he actually started with a team just uh just it was 57 people when he first started back in 2004 well now they've grown to about 150,000 employees worldwide and he's giving them 12.7 million dollars to split <laughs> that's crazy like do the math on the hand let me ask that <clears throat> siri what is 12.7 million divided by 10,500 that would be about 1,209.5238 I mean, it's twelve hundred bucks, right? That's that's nothing to like, nothing to scoff at by any means. He's given he's given that away to all of his employees. Uh, he he says saying thank you to all Admiral staff in this way is the right thing to do, and we're proud and fortunate to have worked with such a special group of people here. What an amazing thing to do! I mean, also, how rich are you if you can give away that much money? Now I'm almost like, well, how much money you got? Is that a lot of money? Because if you got more, maybe it's. Okay. Let's come come back to the U.S. for the second story. This is really special. It's actually in Idaho. So there is a wheelchair-bound high school student that made the crowd go wild when he scored his honorary touchdown during the first play of Friday night's football game. I'm going to play it here for you in a second, but his name is Isaac Mickelson, and he's a sophomore over at Highline – I'm sorry, High high, Skyline High School. It's Monday. Skyline High School over in Idaho Falls, Idaho. And he is a huge football fan who attends every single game. But this time, he actually got a chance to take the field, and he was thrilled about it, as you can imagine. So Skyline Activities Director, his name is Greg, he um, he recently asked Isaac, just off the, off the top of his head, he was like, you know, what would you want to do if you weren't in a wheelchair? And Isaac responded with two simple words. I just want to play football. Well, he just said play football, but I made it more. Um so then Greg's like basically help us make this dream come true, make this dream come true. And with the support of the team and their opponents over at Bonneville High School, 
So what happened was Isaac made his way to the 50-yard line, and the quarterback, whose name was Cade, handed off the ball to him, and he scooted in his, in his wheelchair 49 yards down the field in his wheelchair, and his teammates all behind him. And Cade said the team was happy to help Isaac achieve his dream because, quote, you, you can tell he really loves the game of football. And he really loves Skyline. Now listen to how this play went. Number 83, Isaac Mickelson. Isaac out there. You see him in your screen in the wheelchair. And the handoff is going to go to Isaac. And here he goes. And look at those that blocking up front. And they're tied up. And Isaac off the right side of the line and down the field with his team all around him. Down to the 20, down to the 15, the 10, the five, and touchdown Skyline, Isaac Mickelson, the opening play of the game, and he will score the touchdown. Super special. Um, thank you today for letting me open up about why I was single. I didn't plan on it, but that's basically what I've been going through therapy at BetterHelp. That's like what I'm like realizing those two things. And I think it's important if you are single to know why you're single, you know, like what is, what is preventing you from being, I mean, some people just say, I just want to be single, but I mean, I would eventually like to be in a relationship again. That's my goal. Right. But, um, her name is Heidi Herslet. And she also knows why she is single for Made Me Laugh Today. A lot of people don't know why they're single. I know why I'm single. Um, I am, a, I have the whole list. You'll get it. Um, a, I'm too aggressive. Um, sometimes nice guys will be nice to me and they'll say things like, oh, you're so beautiful. And then I'll be like, man, I've been saying that. You know, like, oh, so now you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want you to know. Um, um, also, well, this is a positive comedy union. Uh, I don't have any STDs. Thank you so much. Um, but, yeah, but um, I am very, very poor and it feels like the same thing, you know? <laughs> like, I, I can tell when a dude's interested, I let it, you know, I let it get as far as I possibly can before I have to come out to him and be like, hey, uh, I don't have any commas. And then he'll you know, be like, oh, that's fine, I, I have condoms. And then I'll be like, no, 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 commas. I don't have any commas in my bank account. So if you do this, it's sort of all on you at this point. Um, and then you can see him try to you know, problem solve as they do in that moment. And they're like, well, do you feel like it's gonna clear up anytime soon? Like. Have you seen any manager lately or applied anywhere to get it taken care of? And then I have to unfortunately bring it to them. Like, no, this is generational. Uh, my mother gave me the poverty and my grandmother gave it to her. So gonna do a lot of work to get out of this at this point. Whatever your reason is. We all have our different reasons. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Really appreciate you. Appreciate you being here. Like I said, you just being here is a big step in the process of making this podcast successful. So by being here every day, or even just a couple times a week, whenever you have time, making this like your number one choice for a second choice for a podcast. Really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, if you want to become a certified fan, we lost three. We'd love to add three back. So just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. I will forever thank you for your support for this show. It's meant so much to put this together every day. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, giving me and my mom this opportunity to create this podcast. And let's hope for many, many, many more down the road. Okay, I love you. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great day. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 